Welcome. I'm Natasha. And I'm Brie. On Beyond the Marley, we bring you exclusive interviews with some of the biggest names in the dance team world. Each episode features an engaging conversation with top professionals who share tips and tricks for success and powerful stories that will leave you feeling inspired. Whether you are a seasoned pro or just getting started in the dance team world, Beyond the Marley podcast has something for you. We are beyond excited to have Haley Reyes with us today. Haley is the director of All-Star Dance Experience for Varsity All-Star. Haley Reyes has served on several USASF executive committees and boards. She's a former professional dancer in the entertainment industry, NFL San Diego Charger cheerleader, studio director, studio instructor, and collegiate dancer of the nationally ranked Long Beach State University. She has done it all. Haley has obtained several USASF and IASF Dance World titles as a choreographer, not only with teams in the US, but also with teams in Japan, Scotland, Finland, and Mexico. She is the former international and national dance director for the Jam Brands. She left to have her two beautiful children, and now she is back as the director of All-Star Dance Experience for Varsity All-Star. Thank you. Haley, so much for being here with us. Haley, I'm so excited to see you and have you here. You and I got to meet for the first time. I wore my Summit shirt. We got to meet and you were just so kind and welcoming. And for the first time, as a first time program going to Summit, it was nice to have such a friendly face. And I'll never forget the moment that our tinies, they were the frogs that came off the stage. And I was like, okay, listen, we're going to like, the medals, it's like, they just, they won it all. And you came and told, I remember what you told them at that moment. I had to go them for my very eyes and like, like hug one of them. And like, they were just so cute. It's not something you see every day, a bunch of little frogs coming off the stage, like <laughs> exploding. Like, I mean, like get out of town. Come on. Like I have a five-year-old daughter. Like I would have killed for her to be on that team. It was so cute. And and you know that too with dance too, like you want just things that are memorable, just period, like regardless of the age, style, category, whatever. And they were so memorable, even without me seeing the whole routine. I was like, I've got to meet them. You made their day and the parents, oh. like they, they still talk about that moment. Our first question, we have a tradition it is, I read the book uh, from John Wooden on leadership. So he talks about how Walt Disney says there's no education like adversity and Bree and I believe that everyone has a journey and a story to tell yeah. and so our number one question is what has been your biggest struggle to get to where you are today my biggest struggle um to be honest airplanes <laughs> <laughs> because it sounds silly it sounds ridiculous but like it, you know the industry that we're in like we have to travel all the time and you know, and I need a clone of me being there at every work just because I'm that type of person that I want to be at every competition and at everything. And I want to be that, that person traveling. I, I want to be in Minnesota and Texas at the same time. And I want, so, I mean, maybe the airplanes are my, my helpful point, but, um, I feel like for me, my biggest struggle is just want, wanting to be a part of it so much. It just, this has been my passion and my love since I was a little girl. Like we've, and I'm sure with you guys too, like I've been dancing since I was born. And so now that I'm in a position to make competitions as if my daughter or me were there or anything, it's, it's not even a control thing. I just, it's more of me just like 
wanting it so bad to be so perfect for everyone all the time that it, it drives me crazy, but in a really good way. But like, it, it, it's my passion and it's my drive and it, it it's like, there's no off button. And like, for me, I, I would love to be everywhere at one time where if it's Tokyo, Japan to Jamfest Europe to wherever it may be. So, um, yeah, I, I need a cape, a clone and like some more airplanes. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So take us through the journey of all-star dance. So some people, so here I'm in Las Vegas and in Nevada, all-star dance doesn't exist. We don't have all-star dance. Um, you mentioned all-star dance and people are like, what is that? And I try to explain like, have you seen the show cheer? It's kind of like cheer, but in the dance world, but then even that's like not quite accurate. Right. So can you take us on the journey of all-star dance? How did it begin and how has it grown over the last decade? Absolutely. Well, and, um, something that I want to say too, is, you know, I grew up as a studio girl and I know that it sounds so weird to be like, there's a studio world and then there's an all-star world, but with all-star, it's so much about the team concept and, I feel like All Star started so many moons ago about the team concept, where um, it people literally created a team and wanted to compete, or they took the best of the best and they wanted to compete. And it wasn't just about self, and it wasn't about solos and duos and trios, which we still do offer, which is great. But ultimately, you can't win a world championship in the All Star world as a soloist. This is all about the team concept. Um, and I know Bree, you and I even talked like during COVID. And this was actually a really big trend of a lot of high school teams were creating themselves into an all-star team because they were trying to figure out a way to stay together and, and to dance and everything um, beyond, beyond that, quite frankly. Um, but the whole all-star concept, there were the cheer world championships that started before the dance world championships. And then I remember the first year the dance world championship started, it was like, Oh, well, hopefully it takes off. And it finally did. I, I feel like it created a place and for something for people to work hard towards and and it made event producers such as ourselves work harder to create better events to create more all-star teams everywhere i mean that's the hard part is how do you get people to whip up an all-star team but the cool part with all-star is it's on the back on the downside season of when studios are done so a lot of dance studios have taken it as an opportunity to keep their doors open year-round and make their dancers compete year-round and to have them compete studio when it's all-star dance downtime, you know, so it creates a full, full circle concept, quite frankly, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And then also it's all-star dance that is now going to be in the Olympics, right? It's not studio dance. It's all-star. There's not going to be a dance team, but we're getting closer to it. So now that the cheer has launched into that now with IASF, I can never say that fast, that tongue twister. I, to me, in my opinion, it's going to create an avenue for there to be a dance world Olympic championship um, one day because it took hurdles and blood, sweat, and tears to get the cheer aspect of it in. And now that they're finally going with it, I just like worlds, like it had to start somewhere. And I think it's going to drive right into it and go, well, why don't we have that? If we have it for ice skating. Why don't we have it for dance? Yeah, absolutely. That's super exciting. All of the steps that have been taken for that. Yeah, I know they love it. They call it cheer dance, but it's one day it'll be cheer and one day it'll be dance for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that because I thought it was like in as cheer, but then there was like cheer palm, cheer jazz. It's just cheer. This this time kicking it off, it's just cheer. But but to me, that is one door open. Now I'm waiting for the other one to open and us to flood. The <laughs> so to me, it's a hope it's absolutely um 
I mean, my five-year-old, hopefully she'll be old enough by then and I can throw her in the Olympics. Just kidding. Um, but <laughs> I think that's the dream. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think people realize that there's so much of a want and need for it. You know, like I, I think it's one of those things it's like build it and then hopefully will come. And I think with cheer, it'll start with that just like the cheer worlds did. And then it's, it kind of drives into that. Hopefully. Well, we will advocate and we will talk to anyone we got to talk to to make that happen. <laughs> no one else can say, oh, I don't no. think that's a good idea. It you would know, be like, huge. I just want to like think about that from a business owner standpoint, because if you talk to gymnastic gym owners, ask them when their registration peaks. I guarantee you it's during the summer Olympics that they see a spike in their Absolutely. enrollment because girls, I was one of those little girls watching uh -huh. the Olympics and watching gymnastics and Sean Johnson, she's from Iowa. So we're like big yep. fans of her. And, you know, you've got to watch her and say, that's what I want to do. But man, yep. like how amazing would that be for dance to have that? And for cheer, I think that's huge for cheer. Cheer's already very equivalent as far as numbers of participation goes to gymnastics. And I feel like dance is right there. So it's really exciting for the future. And I talk to our parents a yep. lot about that. Like this is the future, like cheers in the Olympics, dance is going to be in the Olympics. Like your child has an opportunity and dream big, dream big. We're going to put the USA on our, on our chest. Here we go. Yeah, I feel like having, I, I, A, S, F, I can't say it right ever that fast, um, where it's the competition, like the day before worlds for only one team per country. And it's like a mini Olympics. And like a lot of it, like when I worked with team Finland, their government pretty much funded those girls to come. And a lot of them were doctors. They were moms. They like, they weren't children. They were grown women on this team. And they, like, we went to the Olympic compound when I choreographed them. They, I mean, they treated it like an Olympic, um, so I feel like that kind of put the vibe out there. And a lot of the, those judges, at least back, this is in my jam brand days before I had kids. Um, a lot of the judges even were, um, government officials or from different countries with a dance person there and stuff. But like, it was about the entertainment value and, but they had like legitimate people like in there that, that not to say, oh, not just dance judges, but they were like, it was a mini Olympics already. So I feel like that kind of start like lip flame and it's kind of like, ah, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. This is like <laughs> everything you were just saying, but yeah, I'll never forget. In, yeah. I'll never forget walking in team Finland and you know, here I was probably 27, 28 at the time. No, uh, maybe in my early thirties. Um, yeah. Early thirties. And, you know, thinking like, okay, like it's going to be, you know, collegiate girls. Oh no. Like one girl to leave early cause she was a doctor um, the other one took off a work because she was in or in law school. I mean, they were like, let's just say I felt like this big in that room, <laughs> not because they made me feel that way, but it was just like, all right, this is real. This is real. And we stayed at the dorms. Yeah. yeah. Crazy how other countries fund sports, like other countries have a ministry of sports that then funds things. I did a camp in Belarus and we had teams there from Poland, from Russia, from Belarus, from Ukraine. And it was so interesting to talk to them about the dynamic of that, how it was, it wasn't the kids paying to be there. It w was funded through the ministry of sports that 
that made that happen. And so exactly what you just said, like the countries fund these national teams to go and compete yeah. in the world. It's crazy. So it's on its way, I promise. <laughs> All right. Well, you just came off a huge weekend and I can't wait to hear all about this. Tell us about majors. Oh, I have chills even thinking about it. I know it sounds so cheesy to say, but um, pretty much when I worked with Jam Brands 12 years ago, and that's when they they created the cheer majors, which totally made sense, right? Like you handpick these programs. and But when they created that, it was pretty much an opportunity for a lot of these like younger teams who don't get to go to Worlds to see you know, the magic on the stage. And then it just exploded. And so, but I was always in the back corner going, hello, like, you, you know, when do we, when do we get one for dance? And like, kind of the joke was like, oh, so it took me having two kids come back and now we get to have the dance major. So how, what do I have to do now for the, <laughs> that should pass sales. Um, but we, we finally got to do it where we handpicked 15 teams that um, have an ongoing record in the in the top with dance worlds and um varsity events and seeing if they wanted to come and it was so cool because what i appreciated about it is it truly was a celebration of dance as cheesy as that may sound it was um literally uh, you it didn't matter what style it had to be senior open just to keep the age levels appropriate and it wasn't like a six-year-old going against a 35-year-old um and it just, it was so cool. And just, it sounds so cheesy, but the vibe of the whole thing, everyone was just happy. There was no ego. There was like the amount of teams that were just integrating and saying, congratulations for being here. Um, it just was truly about dancing and about these dancers being on that stage. It wasn't like, of course, people are who's going to win, but that kept it kind of fun because you really couldn't tell they were all so good. But um, yeah, it finally came to life and I'm still not over it. I'm not past it. Uh, we had a wrap up meeting the other day and we all just started crying, just like it finally happened, like all these things and thoughts and feelings. And of course, like so much more that we want to do for next year, but just the fact it launched and people loved it and the dancers loved it. The coaches loved it. They felt appreciated and honored. And to me, that's what it was all about. It wasn't about the competition in itself. It was about being on that stage and celebrating dance as cheesy as that sounds. That's what it was. That's amazing. And I've only heard good things from coaches and athletes and parents who went. So congrats to you guys and big kudos to you guys for making it happen. Like how cool as, you know, for us coaches and studio owners to know that we have people like you, there advocating for us, advocating for us to get to do these cool events. So um, I know people are curious, how did you guys pick those teams, those 15 teams who went, you said they were handpicked. How do you choose who goes? No, and I will say job. the really hard part was, is, A, we don't want to offend anyone. I mean, there's so many amazing programs out there, but end of the day, we didn't want to have a four-hour show, right? And the dance majors was this Friday night before we hosted Jamfest Dance Super. Um, and so we didn't want to take the prestige out of it, but at the same time, have about 15 teams up there and to keep it exciting and not this long, ongoing thing like, okay, like, um, so just because it was our first year and I don't know if we're going to keep this way in years to come. I, I don't know. Um, but just with it being a first year, we looked at, you know, people that had a history of being successful at dance worlds meet just like how they did with cheer. Like if I'm a 10 year old little girl, what team am I going to want to sit there and watch, you know, um, and be inspired by and no, assuming that they would still have that. I don't want to say greatness, but that everything that they've had in, previous years, they would bring it to the stage this 
for this dance major. So it was hard. It wasn't easy. And of course, like, you know, do they, we want them to be proud to represent varsity. So, you know, do they have an ongoing, not to say, oh, if they're not at Worlds, it's, they're not good enough at all. Again, how do you pick the top teams and not make this show four hours long? <laughs> that was the hardest part. And of course, like, you know, we've had to, we all had opinions on it and stuff, but that's how we chose the end of the day this year. Um, you know, next year, because it was so successful this year, I, I don't know how we're going to pick them next year. I would like to say the same way, but I don't know, because we're still so excited that like, do we add more? Do we not add more? I mean, and the really cool part was at the, at the dance majors, every single team at the end, everyone had a standing ovation. To me, that was like the coolest part. It didn't matter who you were there for. It truly, right. It was like truly about dance and like, and no one was mad or upset they weren't. I'm sure people were like, how come we're not there? Um, but it just was so cool to see, like, celebrate these kids, celebrate dance. Like, they work their tails off. Everyone there works their tails off to be there. But, um, yeah, end of the day, we had to figure out a structure to pick for this year. I don't, you know, I don't know how we're going to do it next year. I don't know. <laughs> it's like auditions. Like, you know, like I, I hate picking teams because I don't want to break anyone's hearts. And um, But, yeah, that's how we had to choose this year. And the cool part was, too, I will say, we really didn't intentionally – pick, oh, we need this many hip hop, this many jazz. It truly was just, here's the lineup. And then we asked and everyone that we asked was like, of course, you know, we'd love to be there. So it was cool that we had, you know, the same amount of jazz contemporary versus hip hop and palm. And we even had Sheila with Energizers bring a kick routine. But I wanted to get there and party with them on stage. It was so fun. Um, so anyway, I'm rambling, but it was such a fun celebration of dance and no ego. And everyone was truly happy for each other and everyone got a standing ovation. Yeah, I think my favorite part of this interview so far is just humanizing, humanizing what's going on behind the scenes, because I feel like coaches and athletes and parents sometimes can be so like, well, why is it like this? Well, why is it like this? It's like, no, you don't understand. Like there are actually people here who are advocating for dance, even just to get this to, to happen. And then they have a really hard job of choosing who goes and it's they're not against anyone. They're not attacking anyone. It's I love that we're able to humanize with this interview, the behind the scenes of you guys are just doing your best to advocate. Yeah, think, and that means support. so much because again, if it were me, I'd have an Oprah moment. Like you get to go to majors, you get to go to majors. <laughs> end of the day, like just your teams, like end of the day, you have so many spots and like, you know, and it doesn't have to be the same every year. Like it doesn't have to be the same anything. Um, but I will tell you like it kind of, because I'm cheesy like this, but it kind of choked me up. Um, the next day I was walking through the warm up room at Jam Fest Dance Super Nationals and um, a little girl, she was probably six or seven years old, comes up to me. She goes, one day I'm going to be in the dance majors. Oh. And I was like, oh. I literally my dropped heart. my knees. Like, yeah, oh. I, I mean, come on. Like yeah. to me, that was like, all right, mission accomplished. Like, yeah. you know, it, and that was the whole thing of it. Yeah. But like, it is to celebrate dance. It's not to, I, I get it. Like it's a lot of teams are just get, go to worlds, go to summit and, you know, get in the, this wasn't even about that. This was like, we're here, we're here to have fun and it's about dance and we're going to celebrate you and we're all going to have fun and applaud each other. We're all going to applaud each other. Yeah. Oh, and that's everything. And, you know, I think that's one thing that's very different from the dance to the cheer world. I used to coach all-star cheer here in Vegas. And I remember, I will not say any gym names, but I had one cheer gym he snapped his fingers, lined his team up, and marched them over my team's bags. And it's like in the dance world, 
that would never happen. Like in the dance world at nationals, the top two teams are hugging each other, congratulating each other before they figure out who wins. You know, I love that community. And that, that was so cool too. World. I don't know if you've seen the footage of it, but at awards, we did a countdown and we just announced the winner. Um, and you saw every team go up and congratulate them and hug them and take pictures with one another. And, um, like I have chills even talking about it and like coaches hugging each other and crying with each other, like, like just like we did it type of thing. I mean, it was so much more than just a show. Like it was, and again, I know it sounds so cheesy, but like it was like, it was just the feeling in the room and like, it just, it's yeah, it got my spot. I think one of the questions, um, I get and is what are what's happening in the the dark mist of the back of the table and you see everybody all the varsity people working and you got judges up there and just everything tell us what happens behind the scenes of a varsity dance competition and what happened like what is what, tell us if we were a fly on the wall like what happens behind the scenes because we see what we see but um just always curious um, I will say it is absolutely fascinating because back in my old school days, you would judge on a piece of paper and you would hand the piece of paper down and celebrate. And now it's turned into each judge has their own laptop and they are judging and scoring as, you know, and it looks like there's a big panel of 10 judges, but it's either, you know, five per panel that's going on. Um, it's all tabulated immediately. We have someone um, that's just making sure like, you know, spellings are correct and, you know, I, when you're judging and typing at the same time, like there's a lot of miss, like nice, nice kick. Where was that kick? You know, like just as far as making sure everything's accurate. Um, but the cool part is to see the line of judges up there on the riser, but we all have ear, not the judges, but boys, we have earpieces, the event coordinator up top, talking to the announcer, like if there's, hey, give me four seconds, I have an injury backstage or whatever it may be. So we're making sure the events run on time. Um, score sheets are being printed and emailed out. Um, we're making sure that warm up is on time because if warm ups going late or early, then our performances are going later early and we have to make sure that we're catching up on time. And, um, it's just, it's a well-oiled machine. Like one thing can't work without the other. So it's a lot of, a lot of teamwork. I know people and including myself when I was coaching and dancing myself, you go to the event and you like look at the stage and go, Oh wow, cool. So it's so cool. You ask like what goes on behind the stage? Cause there's so much. Um, you know, from the Marley being put out properly to um, the sound system, the lighting, the light can't be right in the kids' eyes and throwing them off. And even hot spots is one spot going to burn. You know, like it just, there's so much into making it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, it has mm -hmm. to be, it just does. Yeah. No, I commend the varsity staff. And every time we go, your guys' events run on, run on time. I think, that's a huge difference. Our parent parents are used. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when we're at studio comp studio competitions that aren't um, all stars, it's like, oh, they're really ahead or, oh, they're really behind. Like all star. It's like, no, you have a warm up at 154. You have this floor at 155. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you are here and this is where you'll be. And it, and it runs and it's, it's, it's awesome to have that, um, that predictability, I guess. Like I've never, ex I've always experienced the varsity competition of having the predictability, the schedule is a schedule and, uh, and everyone's just so kind and helpful from your staff having, um, trainers 
if I need ice, if there's, um, I had a kid, we were in warmups. She bumped her head on the floor doing a cartwheel. Oh, <laughs> she does, she does them oh. hundreds of millions of times, but it we happens. Were, yeah, we weren't even on the warm up floor. We were like in the, on the, off to the Probably side just and yeah. just playing around yeah. and yep, hit, hit the head on the floor. And, you know, everyone's just always so nice and helpful. And, Thank you. and honestly, the, the atmosphere is set up for coaches to walk in and have the, the compassion for one another and to have the, the sportsmanship like varsity sets it up. And so then we just have to show up and be ourselves. <laughs> so it's, it, it means so much. Effort. Like I'm total fan girling over you guys right now. Cause it's like, you know, there's only, and you know, like as studio owners too, and, and choreographers and, and like you put so much into it and like, you just hope it's well received, you know, like, and I know there's a whole stigma there of like, Oh, what, what's this event producer doing? And like, to be honest, I don't care. I really don't. Like I want my events to be memorable and for parents to go, heck yeah. Like even my husband was saying the other day, like my daughter's an all-star dance and he's, yes, it's expensive. It, like we get it, but he left the competition one day. Keep in mind, my husband's a baseball player, firefighter. Like he's, you know, he doesn't know much about dance, but he walked out going, I get it. Like, I just get it. You know, like it, it makes sense now. Like there's just, there's so much more that goes into it other than just the stage, you know, from, like you said, your coaches to your parents, to the overall, like not to be cheesy, but the aura of the event, the, you know, just overall vibe, like, and that's what we strive for and to make it memorable for the coaches, the dancers and the parents. Like I want them to all walk out, go, that was freaking awesome. You know? So thank you. <laughs> um, so on that, it's so funny. You talked about like how your husband walks in, sees it and goes, okay, I get that. So one thing yeah. that we're a new program into all-stars for our listeners, like yeah. two years in, and we've dabbled in it before that, but like really serious all-stars would be, this would be our second year. So how would you- And you guys you, are doing a, by the way. Thank you. It's like you said, it's so hard. And so something that has been on my mind, and I'm like, I just want to ask this question and kind of be vulnerable with it is we have, we're all stars and we're rare in our area, which I think a lot of all-star studios are in their, wherever they're at. It's like, they're not the norm. So how does varsity work to support that as far as our, the studio and gym owners, as we're a business too, we're a small business and trying to survive and pay the bills. And, and then we have different dynamics of finances, right? Like not at, we're, we're in Iowa, we're in, we're not in a major city. And so the, the expenses are different. What are it, the income? And that has been our challenge is been, okay, I have, you're saying I need to pay for a USASF membership, right? And this isn't varsity. It's just like, this is all sardines. I, I need I to pay for my, and I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> yeah. She's five. Yeah. Except membership. Yeah. yeah. Like you're paying for a membership. You're paying for, then you're paying for the competition fees, which are posted yeah. online for everybody to see. Um, and then you're like, okay, and now we're going to travel because that's, 
you know, we're in the Midwest. We're so fortunate that we do have, um, you know, we can hop over to Wisconsin quick for a competition, but you got, you know, no limits in Omaha that's driving seven hours to a competition. Um, and so how do you foresee that in the future and how can var how does varsity in particular work with the business owners? Because it is a lot and we want, we want to build all stars, but when I can go down the road and I don't got to pay for all that, it's, it, it can be tough. It can be hard to sell to your clients. Um, so what would you say to studio owners about that? Well, I mean, I will say too, and this isn't, yes, coming from a varsity standpoint, we do offer smaller events where it's just in a high school gym where not every participant's going to be getting a jacket, medal and banner and stuff. But then we do have events like the dance summit that are, you get everything and like, you know, all, all the stars and whistles and rainbows and unicorns. Um, but one thing I know, I mean, there, to me, there's two different things about it. Like, for example, when my husband walked out of the venue and was like, okay, I get it now. And for us, the whole team concept, our, our daughter's five and she's on a mini team. And our daughter is, she's very shy. I know it sounds silly because you see my Instagram and she is shimmying around the house and stuff. But she's very, she's very, very timid and shy. And, but then when here she is up on the stage and she's smiling and you could tell just living her best life and it's all her best, her best friends. And that was her thing too. Like we've been to other studios and stuff and she's just, just kind of like, she'll, she'll do it. But we saw her glow and shine because to her, she got to dance with her best friends up on this bright, shiny stage and they got their backpacks and like, it was like a Disneyland and during the award ceremony, they're all up jumping and dancing together and and that was his thing. He's like, I saw her shine and it was more, more, wasn't the dancing. Yes. She hit her double turn. Yes. She, whatever, but we saw her grow and we saw her mature and we saw her grow as a human being. And I know that sounds silly, but so from a parent aspect to see your daughter up on stage and literally flourish as a human, not a dancer to us, that was like, take my money, honey. Like, um, and it, it gave her a drive and it, it, her shell cracked. She cracked her shell. She grew as a little human and little minion. Um, but then on the flip side of it, as a business owner and, you know, how do we get dancers who are, you know, to do all-star with studio or without studio um, business wise? Like one thing that I'm proud of that Varsity has made is the Varsity family plan so that at the end of the season, we can give you a rebate back. So by the amount of events that you attend, we give you a check back or the amount of money you spend, we give you a check back. And a lot of studios use that towards their summer program to whatever it may be, to buy shoes for everyone, to get the new paint up on the walls, whatever it may be. But again, the studio concept, um, again, I'm not bashing it at all. I raised, I was raised as a studio dancer, but I just feel like this, the whole um, intimacy of being on a team and just like when you make your high school dance team, like half my bridal party was my high school and college dance team girls. I mean, it's just, it's not about self and, oh, I'm in ballet, tap and jazz. I'll start. Your palm team is pretty much your jazz team. And like, you are like little beehive that's going around and you guys are a team and traveling to these events. It, it's, there's so much growth and discipline and yes, money. Trust me, my son's in hockey and we got all-star dance. Like we are going broke, honey. I get it. <laughs> um, there's just so much more other than dance that I think people, once they get their toes wet in all-star, that's when they're like, we get it, we're hooked. And it, but it takes, you know, you, you got to see if the water's warm. I get it. Like, but 
you know, and in fact, we have a lot of studio judges come in and judge for us. They just go, they look at the production and go, oh my God, you know, like you guys have pyro and you have smoke machines and, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot sometimes. So yes, we have the high school gym competitions, but all-star competitions, they are a show and a half, you know, and I feel like, again, it takes you getting your feet wet to kind of go, aha, like, I get it now. I get it. But that's me ran. But as from a parent perspective and an event producer perspective, and it just, it's a completely different show. <laughs> There's no. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And especially, right. Especially with the part about it being a team, because that's the biggest thing. I coach a high school team here in Vegas. And when I get girls who leave their studio to come join our high school team every year, I have parents who are, who are mind blown that the girls are cheering on each other's solos. And I'm like, what do you, how does that, is that not normal? Like at your studio, you wouldn't cheer on your teammates. How does that make any sense? And that's what I love about all-star is it combines the dance team in the studio world. And it's like the best hybrid, the best of both worlds hybrided together. And it's like, it needs to keep growing. It needs to become the new norm. Like I'm ready Sorry if any studio owners listening to this, but I'm ready for studio dance to all transition to all-star dance because it's it's more about the life lessons, the teamwork, the discipline. The In the studio world, everyone has to be in the front because mama says, I paid for it, put my kid in the front. All-star says, no, we're a team. We work as a team. And if I'm in the, if I'm not the strongest turner on that team, I want a stronger turner to be in the front because that's what teamwork is about. Right? In fact, I won't say who, so, but I was working with this mm -hmm. Yeah. I was working with this choreographer yes. one time. I won't say who, but the best part is he walked in to the team. They wanted like to have some things fixed and stuff. And so the, the routine was like set for the time being. And he looks at me and goes, what is this? A rent a center? <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so to your point. Yeah. But again, it's not bashing studio at all but like there's the golf claps and then here's all-star where coaches are pounding the stage for and Losing exact, your voice. like we were saying with yeah. the dance majors like on the feet yeah everyone was on their feet cheering and applauding and it's just like i said it's just a different show like it's mm -hmm. it's just different and until like and in fact when i was at nda all-star nationals in dallas a few weeks ago i met with three studio owners who came in and were just like can you show me what is all-star and same thing they were taking pictures of like we have a VIP area where parents could come up and watch their kid. Oh my gosh, get out of town. Wait, they get to warm up before. Wait, what? And so, and they get Letterman jackets when they win. Like, are you like, so again, but it took them coming to see and to witness it. And like the loud, and that's what they said too. They're like, the music's so loud here. I love it. Like, you know, it's like everyone gets their share moment on stage. So what do you see the future of all-star dance being? It's been growing and I feel like it's been exponentially growing and it's becoming more common and known. Where do you see all-star going in the next five, 10 years? Um, honestly, I see a ton of growth. I think people, especially coming after COVID, I'm not giving COVID any sort of credit, but I think people are just so eager to get out there. And now that we're able to get out there and like the whole team thing again, like we're all best friends, like we're all... And like all of our events are either waitlisted or sold out lately, which is great, but it's just showing the, the amount of growth that like people are wanting to dance and get out there and do more. Like it's not even from a sales standpoint. This is to me, the way I look at it is like, yes, like people, this is working, right? Like people are happy. They're growing. Businesses are growing. 
um, dancers. They're wanting to travel to different events to get up against different dance teams and stuff. But I see all-star dance exploding and hopefully going into the Olympics one day, just like cheer did. I feel like it had to start somewhere and it started what 20 years ago, I want to say as far as it like really getting kicked off and having an all-star like nationals. And, um, and now you look at it and you could, you could triple scroll trying to find nationals and all these things. So I just see a ton of growth. And this is another vulnerable moment. That was Bree's advice to me getting into this. She goes, just be vulnerable. Just like ask what you want to ask. Um, what would you be your advice? Because we do want to grow. Um, we do want to grow in our, um, in our industry and we want new teams to come. So what's your advice to the smaller teams when you're looking at the, the huge teams you're going, Oh gosh, like we're not there yet. My parents see that, you know, and they're like, Whoa, like, what is that? Like that girl just did what? And so what would you be your advice? Right. To the small teams out there, that are wanting to say, okay, I'm going to dip my toe into all-stars and I'm going to come and do all-star. What's your advice to those new teams, those smaller teams? What's your advice? Get out there. The more you dance, the better you become. The more you're on stage, the better you become. You need to get out there in all these big programs. I promise you they did not start like that. You got to start somewhere. Like everyone's got to learn how to walk. Everyone's got to learn how to dance sometime. No one is gifted a big old all-star program out of nowhere. Like, um, I'm sure everyone remembers pace all-stars. They won worlds year after year after year after year. They started out just in a little warehouse and like, it's, it doesn't mean you have to have the big grandiose things and they would go to worlds and kick everyone's booty, quite frankly, you know, um, you've got to start somewhere. And to be honest, I think that's kind of the beauty of all-star is you don't have to belong anywhere. You can create an open team by pulling, you know, a couple college dancers and a few high school dancers. Like you could do whatever you want with All-Star and you could always start somewhere. You don't have to have all the big shiny things right away. You've got to start somewhere. The more you're on stage, the more you're out there, the better you'll become. And I guarantee you will not meet a single owner that's going to go, oh yeah, we just walked into this. It was so easy. Eh. Like it, you'll never, ever, you've, you've got to learn somewhere. Like with any sport, right? Like you got to start with T-ball before you make the pros. Like it's not, it's just, it's work and getting out there and repetitiveness. And the more you're on stage, the better you become. And not like as owners, but these kids are hungry. Like I said, that little six-year-old girl that was like, I'm going to be in the majors one day. Like she probably will, you know, like, <laughs> but it's, it's being timid and shy and sitting in the corner going, oh, we can't be like that. That's never going to work for anyone. You've got to get out there. You've got to. Absolutely. Uh, one last question before the last question. Yeah. So is, yeah. um, you're bringing a convention for all stars and we are very excited. Tell yeah, us, yeah. tell us about the convention this summer. Oh my. Well, once again, me, just how like the majors was like me going like, what do I, hello, like you dance over here. That's how I feel with all star. Like to me, you know, high school and colleges, they go to all these college or summer camps, right? They get all the material. They, it's so fun. It's team bonding. To me, I'm like, dude, all-star, we're getting gypped over here. Like, hello. Woo -woo. So uh, we created the all-star, the Groove All-Star Dance Convention. It's for studio. And also, too, it's studio and all-star, but we did it so studio dancers can dabble in and go, oh, I get it now. 
Um, it's at the Chula Vista Resort, a ton of indoor water parks. It's where UDA hosts their college camps every year. But I'm having world's judges come in and talk to coaches and dancers about how to max out your score sheet. Just because you're hitting a double leg hole turn doesn't mean you're going to get all this, you know, everything that you think you're going to be getting. Like, how are you really going to max out that score sheet at Dance Worlds? Um, from a jazz perspective, contemporary, hip-hop, um, palm, we have all those judges coming to speak to dancers and motivate and, quite frankly, to clarify. <laughs> um, we actually have, and I'm so excited, um, Andrew, I can't say his last name, Elam or Elam, um, he choreographed UNLV's dance hip-hop team. He's going to be one of our master instructors, and like just from him to Quentin Perrin, who was one of the first NFL male cheerleaders to come um, teach audition workshops and how the life after all-star, how to audition for your college dance team, how to audition for an industry, um, job. It just, to me, there's so much to be learned and taught in all-star. And finally there's a place for these dancers to come. Um, and the cool part is I'm not trying to put a sales pitch right now, but it's like 500 bucks per dancer and includes all the instruction meals and hotel and water parks. It's like, whoa, a high school. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like, hello, you know, yeah. and a place for all-star coaches to people. And well, how do you charge people? And well, what are you charging for this and that? Like it just, we need a centralized place for everyone to come and do their planning for the year and mental health or mental strength and awareness to proper technique, how to audition, proper palm technique, um, proper jazz technique, proper cool down to Pilates, to proper training. I mean, just so much that even if it's outside voices teaching your dancers. And the cool part is you don't have to come as a team just because we know teams aren't normally formed in July because the event is July 20th or the 23rd. Um, so we're saying come one, come all. Like, and, and that may be an opportunity for coaches to build their team, you know, saying, well, she was struggling at camp or actually she was flourishing at camp. She should be on an open team. She shouldn't be on whatever team. Um, so to me, I just wanted a place for dancers to come to in the summertime and coaches to learn and build and grow and not wait until it's too late. Cause I feel like a lot of these teams don't see each other until we compete, you know, and you could get a dance summit bid here. It, everything that you would be striving for in November, December, we finally have somewhere you can get it in July um, and have fun and go down a water park and learn from the best of the best and go, Oh my God, how cool was that? So what are the anyway, age groups that was for that? Is it a, what are the age groups? Is it, Tinies and up, or is it high school, Honestly, junior, senior? It, no, it could be youth and up. It, I mean, my daughter, she would probably want to go. Let's be honest. Like, um, But we're saying, you know, from the youth to open, I mean, the, the classes we have are going to be taught for people wanting to go to college. But at the same time, we have classes that are going to be really helpful for the youth, junior, senior level, too. Um, and then we allow plenty of time for the water park as well, indoor water park. Um but no, it's, it's open to everyone. To me, it's just, I want it to be a learning experience. There's no judgment. There's no placements. It's just coming to learn. And just like the majors is come learn, celebrate dance that's and love all awesome. and love dance and have fun. It's going to be cheesy. I know, but that's the truth. Right. <laughs> and I wanted that when I was in high that's school. That's going to be super awesome. And I can't wait to see yeah. how it goes. So Thank our you. closing question for you and man, I feel like we could keep going and we could talk for hours. So we're definitely going to have to bring you back on so we can just keep chatting. But our closing question for today is, what do you want your legacy to be? You've already done so much. And I'd say the majors is a part of your legacy. Even summits a part of your legacy, all of these things that you've been a part of creating. Um, but when you're done with the all-star world, what do you want your legacy to be? She, I want to take a stand for dancers and coaches and everyone to just have fun. Like I know 
a lot of event producers, which rightfully so, it's about the competition and the bids and everything else. But to me, I've always just wanted it to be fun. Like, I don't care if I got last place. I had the best day of my life on stage. I grew as a dancer. I grew as a person or as a parent. Like, I, how I just was saying about my daughter. Like, I just, I want this to be fun for everyone. And the reason, their reason. Like, there's a reason why I dance so much. There's a reason why I'm working so hard to pay these bills. Like, my reason is to have fun and live my best life. To me, you live once. And I'm a big YOLOer. <laughs> um, I hope my legacy is... She made these events, and again, it's not me. Like I work for the best company in the world. That like is they are they stand by the athlete and coaches the the most. But if there's one thing I hope, like my legacy is, is she wanted to make it right for the kids and dancers and parents and coaches. Like it it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the wasn't about anything else other than my daughter having fun and wanting to try harder next time. And I'm walking away as a family or dancer with my heart exploding of joy right now. And I know it sounds so silly, but like, that's what keeps me going. You know, it's, I truly love this industry and I've loved it when I was in it. I loved it when I'm working for it. I loved it with my daughter in it. Um, I mean, just like you guys, it's like your own passion, you know, like I'm so thankful and happy I get to do what I love to do. And it's so rewarding to see these little girls. I'm in the majors one day and, you know, and parents and dads and, everyone just high-fiving and clapping just in creating just a fun environment that is my goal and I hope that is my legacy one day but as cheesy that sounds <laughs> just I want to have fun <laughs> no yes no that's beautiful and that I there's no doubt in my mind that that won't be your legacy you've already created that so thank you again so much Haley we have really appreciated you coming on today I know like I said we're definitely bringing you back, so be ready for that. And thank you. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Marley podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Marley and like and subscribe on YouTube at Brie Choreography for more dance team content.